Welcome to EAZO Podcasts. We're excited to present a new podcast on total neoadjuvant treatment in rectal cancer with Andres Cervantes from University of Valencia, Valencia, Spain. Please take a minute to introduce yourself. My name is Andres Cervantes. I'm a medical oncologist working at the University of uh, Valencia in Spain with special dedication to gastrointestinal tumors. Could you please tell us when it's best to give adjuvant chemotherapy for rectal cancer after chemoradiation? Essentially, I would recommend a um, selective approach for patients with uh, rectal cancer um, after chemoradiation concerning um, postoperative chemotherapy. This selective approach should be taken into consideration first the high-risk features uh, detected in local regional staging, particularly in MRI. Also, the response to uh, chemoradiation, considering that the risk of metastatic disease uh, will be increased for those non-responding patients. Most of the trials trying to answer these questions were underpowered. And therefore, we should rely on our clinical judgment uh, due to the absence of uh, level of evidence uh, one uh, for this question. I would recommend adjuvant postoperative uh, chemotherapy after chemoradiation for all rectal cancer patients uh, presenting N plus disease after chemoradiation, those not presenting a downstaging in the primary tumor. So I would consider T3, T4 as a relevant risk factor. Another group of patients that may benefit of this postoperative treatment with chemotherapy are those initially defined as uh, locally advanced or high risk features, even after a good response uh, from preoperative chemoradiation. Patients with uh, uh, extramural vascular invasion at diagnosis or presenting invasion of the mesorectal uh, fascia should receive postoperative treatment even uh, after a good response to chemotherapy. My preference would be uh, KPOX chemotherapy uh, for those uh, uh, having a poor response after a chemoradiation or single agent capecitabine for those responding to chemoradiation but presenting initially high-risk features. And so when do you recommend a total neoadjuvant treatment, TNT, and which is your preferred protocol? Total neoadjuvant uh, treatment in rectal cancer should be used uh, um, uh, following our uh, previously discussed selective approach. Uh, 
So consider that the Rapide trial, one of the two trials uh, uh, which uh, um, uh, developed total neodjuvant treatment, uh, consider considered only patients with locally advanced disease defined with uh, high-risk MRI-defined uh, uh, features, such as um, invasion uh, of the mesorectal uh, fascia, presence of uh, clinically N2 plus disease, extramural vascular invasion, or extra mesorectal uh, disease or even uh, uh, T4 uh, disease. I'm not in favor of using total neoadjuvant treatment for all rectal cancer patients needing chemo radiation, because in that way we are going to overtreat uh, some patients that may not need it. My favorite total neoadjuvant treatment schedule is the one developed by the RAPIDO trial, in which patients with locally advanced disease um, are going to receive first short course uh, radiation, five times five, followed by chemotherapy, uh, uh, capox or uh, folfox, and uh, then uh, ending with surgery with no a post-operative chemotherapy needed. But we should also consider um, the schedule developed by the PRODISH-23 uh, trials in which patients are receiving intensive uh, um, uh, chemotherapy, uh, folfoxiri, followed by chemoradiation with capecitabine, followed by surgery and followed by a short period of postoperative chemotherapy. Both approaches uh, demonstrated a significant reduction in the risk of metastatic disease and a, a, a prolonged uh, progression-free uh, survival, or said another way, a lower disease-related treatment uh, failure. In your clinical practice, would you consider a wait-and-see strategy for those patients achieving a complete remission after a TNT? The wait-and-see strategy means not going for immediate surgery for those patients ending uh, chemoradiation or particularly uh, total neoadjuvant treatment. The difference between conventional chemoradiation and total neoadjuvant treatment is that the expected rate of pathological complete remission after total neoadjuvant treatment is about 26% while with uh, conventional chemoradiation, it doesn't go over uh, um, uh, 15%. This is a relevant uh, potential advantage of total neoadjuvant treatment when the main aim of your treatment for a patient with uh, locally advanced rectal cancer is to uh, avoid surgery, um, uh, developing uh, um, a non-operative uh, uh, approach for local treatment. I would like also to add that the wait-and-see strategy requires 
a very solid uh, multidisciplinary team because it's a high responsibility to um, avoid surgery in a patient without putting all the means to try to get local regional disease very well controlled and follow up. We have uh, data from large retrospective cohorts that the wait and see strategy is safe. It's not going to damage overall survival. And most patients uh, presenting um, regrowth of the primary tumors uh, can be safely approached uh, with a delayed surgery. On the other hand, most uh, uh, progressions and regrowth are going to be detected endoscopically. So again, it's critical to have a, an appropriate follow-up to uh, uh, guarantee the success uh, of uh, uh, salvaging uh, uh, patients that may present a tumor uh, regrowth after wait and see. I see. And how would you prioritize treatment of metastatic rectal cancer? When would you give systemic therapy first, and when would you go for surgery and radiation? My recommended approach for those patients presenting with synchronous locally advanced rectal cancer and uh, metastatic disease in other organs is to start uh, with um, a short course uh, radiation using the five times five uh, schedule, followed by systemic uh, chemotherapy, depending on the indication, uh, just uh, uh, 10 days after the end of uh, radiation. This uh, type of treatment uh, gives you the option of ending radiotherapy in a short period of time and starting systemic uh, therapy uh, for uh, uh, controlling a metastatic disease. I feel it couldn't be fair to spend uh, five weeks of uh, chemo radiation with single-agent capecitabine in patients presenting uh, with bulky metastatic disease. Delaying the start of um, uh, chemotherapy uh, after the completion of uh, uh, chemo radiation. However, if radiotherapy for whatever reason cannot be uh, immediately started, I think it's also okay to start with uh, 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 systemic therapy because most uh, locally advanced tumor uh, will be responding to uh, systemic chemotherapy. It is not uncommon to observe a very good responses to systemic therapy uh, of uh, pain, um, uh, difficulties in 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 um, uh, uh, constipation, rectoragia, or other clinical features commonly present in patients with locally advanced rectal cancer. Therefore, in some cases, 
we can start systemic uh, uh, treatment and to adapt the use of uh, uh, chemotherapy after a good response has been uh, uh, fully substantiated. Thank you so much for being with us today. We really appreciate your insights. Please remember to follow us on social media for information regarding our upcoming podcasts. Thanks for listening and see you soon on the EASO website.